Have you ever wondered what would happen if they killed Batman and sent a cast of Riverdale rejects to avenge his death? Well, look no further. On this podcast, we like to discuss the most recent installment of a different series every show. Gotham Knights is a teen superhero series on the CW that premiered in March, and we're about to talk about the fifth episode, More Money, More Problems. It's April 14th. Welcome to today's episode. I was more excited to do this podcast than usual because I saw this show uh, was centered around the Court of Owls. They were going to be the villain for this season. Yeah, and as soon as you saw that, you started to read the Court of Owls again, Mm -hmm. right? Had you already read it before? Yeah, I have the first two volumes of the series written by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, and I thought they were great. Like, I I love them. They are such a cool villain, and I always thought that they would be, like, a great villain for either a movie or TV series like this. However, I was sad to hear because you told me they're not in this much, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I watched the episode, I came to you and I was like, stop reading. You don't need to read it. They mentioned the Court of Owls like three times, but other than that, you don't need to know anything about it. so depressing because they're just like, basically, they're just a round table of villains that are basically like, okay, let's just kill this high level elite person. And then they decide to do it. Well, is the high level elite person Batman? Yeah, he turns out to be. Okay. And are they actually successful in doing it? No. Wait, what? So, yeah. so the whole premise of this show is probably just in one of those other DC realms because they have like a billion different universes, right? Oh, yeah, and we're definitely going to be getting into that later on. Let's get into it right now because right now we have the ongoing DC shows, right? Right yes. now it's The Flash. You well, have, yeah, Flash The Flash is in ends in final April, season. In April 26th of this month. Yeah. So it's got one more episode left. And then Titans ends in May. So the month afterwards, Doom Patrol is still going. Superman and Lois is still going. Peacemaker, which I think obviously is still going because of james gunn i'm talking more about the cw with their dc i'm shows. listing all the live action ones still in existence I don't i'm know not going to yeah, get into okay. the animated because harley quinn's there and you got like a billion others yeah. but like gotham knights is the last one of the bunch and that's the runt of the litter this is the one that they like threw in there kind of as like baby teen titans maybe i don't know my first thought was that it was going to be like titans for a younger audience uh-huh. it was also in my mind maybe a gotham sequel because it's got the name Gotham yeah, in it. Yeah, it's not the thing. So, it's not. <laughs> so the, a lot of the cast, like, for example, Oscar Morgan, he's the one that plays Turner Hayes in this show. He, <laughs> It's his first so, series he's ever been in. Turner and, Hayes, right? Yeah, Turner So Hayes. do you know who Turner Hayes is in the show? Is he Robin? No, he's him? Batman's kid. He might be Robin, but he doesn't look like Robin. <laughs> so Batman. it's not Dick Grayson. So, it's not Jason Todd. It's not Tim Drake. It's not Damien, his actual son. It's Turner Hayes. To be fair, that actually sounds fine. Because I remember when I was watching, I only saw the first season ever of titans but they had so many different robins that they were introducing into that show that it kind of became confusing as to who was who i think dick grayson was saving jason todd at one point and then they also tried to bring in the other ones it got kind of crazy but that doesn't really factor into the episode when i went to the wikipedia page and this is the only reason i know that i know that the carrie character is actually supposed to be robin but again i think that batman should just open or bruce wayne should just open an orphanage and just like keep the Alfred really must have had an a- impact on him because he just keeps on adopting young kids and raising them to that's, be fighters. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. I know a lot he of he could the, be like Kanye. He could have his own school of like. <laughs> okay, sorry. A lot, I was just gonna say a lot of the actors kind of came from Disney Channel and a lot of different Disney Channel uh, places like Duela. She was in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Then you have uh, Navia Robinson. She's the one that plays Carrie that you were just talking about. Yeah, I will get into the team and then you can tell me where they're Go from ahead. in a second. Yeah. But let's, if you have a game for me, let's play that okay, first. Okay, so we have, we have a true or false game, five questions here. 
While the critical and audience reviews might not be great, the show has found success via streaming. Um, and, we, hmm. we'll, and remember what your answers are. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so so I have to say... Uh, no, no, no. Let me just answer it throughout. Um, I will say... I want to say false. Okay, false. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the reason is because it's. I think it's on the CW streaming app, and I just don't see people going there to watch it. It's actually also on HBO Max. Maybe that's why. Had All you right. known okay, that, okay, you okay. may have changed it. Okay, so the second one is the show is set to have a musical episode. Oh, damn it. Um, uh, they Do they sing? Misha Collins might sing. Misha Collins, <laughs> Harvey Dent's character may leave. Mm, Okay, I feel like I'm going to get all these wrong. True. That's actually false. God, I wanted to know it. if this show was going to be anything like Lucifer or like just how ridiculous this show got because it seemed like it from just doesn't the trailer, have a budget to be. Yeah, it also seemed like just from the trailer, it was supposed to be kind of dark and brooding, unlike Lucifer, which is supposed to be kind of light. Going to number three, this series initially was meant to go into production sooner, but due to legal reasons with the Batman coming out and uh, Warner Brothers, the CW pushed back the series a full year. I'm just going to go with true. <laughs> that's, that's false cool <laughs> let's keep going i just found it funny that the batman came out last march and then this uh had its first episode in march okay the fourth one is jensen ackles was almost featured as bruce wayne but the appearance never happened because of no. scheduling wait that like happened but not for this show right like i remember reading something about that but just i didn't think it was this so but i will go ahead and say true just to throw up okay yeah. that one is correct i was actually gonna say false but like i just went with the opposite misha collins i it's either big sky the boys are the winchesters i think because he said that he was working on a different show at the time and they really wanted to do it it seemed like it was going to happen and then they couldn't the fifth one is although there's a video game with the same title also taking place in a post batman universe and has the court of owls as antagonist yeah the projects are unrelated true yes that is one okay so true. i got the last two right all yeah. right so do you want to hear what the show's about <laughs> yeah go ahead all right so bruce wayne is dead and now this plucky group of gotham academy students think of like gossip girl but like for Gotham, and they're led by the Dark Knight's son himself. They're out to clear their own names and pick up the mantle for the city's new protectors. Okay, that is the show in a nutshell. Yeah, that's and kind of what I could gather yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. from the trailer. And so you've got Turner Hayes, which we've already established as Batman's son, and then along with him, the high schoolers are Duella, like you were saying. Uh, she's sort of like a Catwoman, Harley Quinn uh, type. And then you have Stephanie; she's the blonde hacker with a celebrity mom. You have the sibling duo. Harper and Colin. Colin is trans and Harper dates mobsters. Mm. And then lastly, you have the youngest, Carrie, who is 15 years old. And she's kind of like in a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse where she's got this group of friends that she can't tell her parents about. Her parents are like big role models or her mom is. She's a doctor. And uh, she's off like fighting crime and uh, kind of discovering herself as a human being. Um, but together, they make up these Gotham Knights, right? But the, the thing I have to point out right at the beginning is Turner... Um, his dialogue, even though they're all like teenagers, mm -hmm. I think they actually cast teens here as opposed to like 30 year olds. Yeah, like the Carrie that you were talking about, she's only 17, yeah, I know. Yeah. And everyone else, I think, is either in their early 20s or in late teens. Or like late teens, yeah. Um, but but they, their dialogue is so much like 50 year old police officers <laughs> in a police procedural that are stuck in adolescence. So, so they don't sound like. I teens. wrote down some of Turner specifically. Turner's lines are perfect for a cop show. <laughs> Listen to these. Tell me you found an explanation for how a century-old 
supposedly dead serial killer left fresh fingerprints on Eunice Monroe's music box. That was his first line. His first line. Wait, in that's the, show. the first line that he said. Yes, because this other person comes in with donuts and he's like, "Tell me you found an explanation," you know. And then, and then later it's, "Yeah, smart enough to worm their way into my dad's life." Oh God. Pretending to care about us. <laughs> so not grave, but just as dirty. <laughs> Being reckless got us into this. We're gonna have to be reckless to get us out. <laughs> or. What do you think's going to happen when they realize their new heroes are also their most wanted fugitives? I, uh, yeah. I loved it. It was so dumb. <laughs> but, like, it's, I, usually I would think that that character would have, like, really bad one-liners. Uh-huh. That's what I thought you were going with. Yeah. But those just seem those like aren't bad all, one-liners, Steve? They just seem like they're all revenge-like lines. They remind me of, like, when you take off the shades. You know, the TV trope <laughs> where he has the shades and he just removes them as he says his lines? Okay. Um, but, yeah, the episode baddies here are the McKillen family. Oh. The McKillen family. Yeah. And the main character from the McKillen family is Dylan McKillen, and they make a joke about that later. But the city's most dangerous crime ring, and each one of them has their own baseball bat. That is their weapon of choice. <laughs> um, in the first scene, we see a couple of their goons shake down a mom-and-pop bar when uh, they come up short on the money. Uh, they smash some glasses, which have alcohol in them, on the bar, and then they throw a lighter, and they walk out before it actually burns down. And so, in my mind, I just don't understand why the mom-and-pop didn't like, grab just their fire extinguisher and turn it out. Because they're like, you'll never be able to rebuild this place. Does the place. Is the place actually burned, though? Yeah, we see the bar light on fire, but again, it's not that far gone saying, when they turn around and they just walk do out. Do we see the bar again the, And they the don't episode. do anything to like incapacitate the owners. What? Uh, I, I was asking if we see the bar again in the episode. Uh, we see the owners again later on. They're like, oh, man, these Gotham Knight guys sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are the bad guys. And through a course of leads that's really not worth getting into, the Gotham Knights realize, by the way, the Gotham Knights, um, they all live in the clock tower of the school. Um, but none of them attend the school except for Carrie and Stephanie because they're all wanted for Bruce Wayne's they murder. They live in a clock tower. Yeah, so that's where their like, hub is. That almost reminds me of Animaniacs living in the water tower of the WB. I mean, you always need a lair as, like, a cool kid gang or something. Yeah. Anyway, so they're in the clock tower, and they come through all these leads, and they find out that uh, the McKillen family is laundering money for the Court of Owls, and the Court of Owls is who they think have something to do, who can clear their name for Bruce Wayne's murder. Yeah, they've been... I think that you've seen a couple of them throughout the season, but I think it's mostly just been mentioned, the Mm -hmm. Court of Owls, what they are. Okay, yeah. And so their whole thing, because they know that the mob doesn't keep their financial records online, and that would be the only way they can... trace the uh, court of owls apparently is to rob the mob so they're going to go to their facility and steal their bookkeeping and then follow the money to uh and and they're all that stuff is in a cement warehouse and uh the mckillens are very religious so they go to church on sundays so that's when they decide that they're going to sorry wait can can, can you go through that they're assigned to rob the mob why okay so the mckillen family is laundering money for the court of owls Uh right and so they must have some written track record of it. Like their accounting must be right. intact and they must keep it with the same place that they actually launder <laughs> the money, according to the Gotham Knights. So what they're going to do is they're going to go over there while the family is at church and, uh, and and just knock out one guard, walk into the garage and steal those records, right? That ledger. Is that what they do or is That's that That's exactly what, what happens. Okay, yeah. Until, unfortunately, they get back from church, or at least one of them does, Dylan McKillen. And it turns out Dylan dated Harper, so they have a nice little back and forth. He's the only one who likes to carry a gun. Every other one of the McKillen family are with the baseball bats. So they just didn't get up early enough, I guess, is what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, and I'll get into this in a second, but like the uh, the school is having some sort of parent 
uh, student lunch. And so um, when Carrie's mom shows up at that, when she was not supposed to because she had work, uh, Carrie gets in trouble. But getting back to the main plot, Dylan McKillen has them at gunpoint. He calls in that he has Batman's killers, and then he starts arguing with Harper about how selfish he is and how she never followed up after the job, and he whines and whines until throwing star. That's what Carrie uh, knocks him out with. And oh, knocks him out. I thought that you were going to say he's dead. Like, no, it's to the head. And no, he's, no, no, no. This show gone. is, it, yeah. And the other thing is Turner carries around a katana on the back of his uh yeah he just he doesn't use but it, he though. never uses he, he it? just hangs out yeah he, they don't do a lot of action in this series which makes me very suspect of the budget i know they said yeah yeah so when it came to the stunts i learned that like they had very short time to actually learn the stunts in fact there's a there's <laughs> yeah. one that uh like uh, oscar morgan was so excited about in the finale you see it but they apparently learned that only in one day and that's mm-hmm. supposed to be the finale fight scene so i can only imagine the stunts are probably pretty low level it's bad yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, but so they are in this warehouse and the McKillen family is running towards them. They close the garage door and they tie up the uh, Killen McKill- Dylan McKillen. And then they find this big old pallet of money. Okay. Think Breaking Bad. There's 660 pounds, $30 million just stacked on a pallet. That much right money. There. <laughs> yes. And they're like, how do we get this money? How do we get out of this garage? And that's when the cops show up. But the cops are on the payroll of the McKillens. So now they have guns. The McKillens have bats. They're waiting outside. They're trying to get in. And this is where things get wonky. The getaway (laughs) is that our Gotham Knights jump into a van. And then they, uh, as soon as the garage opens up, just wheel out of there. They light something on fire, which ends up just being newspapers. But the McKillen family freaks out because they think it's the money. And they run over to that. But the cops start chasing them. And they're chasing. And so I think the money is in the back of the van, right? That's what we're led to believe. All right. And so then some of the kids are like, we have to slow down the cops. And that's when Carrie like opens the back doors and just starts throwing cash out. (laughs) But there's not the pallet. The pallet is gone. They have bags. They have like five, five pound bags. So they never explain what happened to the pallet. No, they tell us that that's $30 million there. They show us the pallet in the previous scene with all the money, which looks like the amount of money, 660 pounds worth. But then in the van, there's no way they could have actually fit the pallet in there. So I guess what they did writing wise was they just said, let's stick a few of these bills into bags and tell the audience that it's all the money. (laughs) It wasn't. It, they so, you're you're also saying they would have needed way more time. And also, that's not that. even the big critical problem here. She's throwing just bills out at a car that's chasing them, expecting that to do anything. And it's not doing shit. <laughs> it, these cars are just following them. And the police end up getting stopped because they hit like a intersection where cars get stuck in front of them. And that's when people jump out and they start collecting the cash that's on the ground. But like other than that, it does nothing to stop them. That The car incident would have happened regardless. And they would have gotten away with or without the money. And the only one who seems to care about the fact that they just gave away millions of dollars was, was her name? Dwayne? Duan? Duella. Duella. Yeah, that's right. And so she's the only one that made any sense to me. And then at the end of the day, they're all back in their lair screaming, we did it. As the news reporter says, with the with, with this redistribution of wealth, we are one step closer to ending the McKillen's reign of terror. Wait, what? But wait, aren't the McKillen's still out? Like, aren't they still? Yeah, it didn't you? stop the McKillen's. It didn't do anything. It's, it's like a one-time job for them. It's still $30 million. But at the same time, 
people don't get to keep the money that they find on the street. If you've ever seen those videos where like uh, one of those cars goes down and they have a few of them where like the highway uh, where people were jumping out of their right, cars yeah. trying to, they have to give that back. And also people get charged with stuff if they do cause to, if actually, they don't return it. I didn't stuff. know that I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, okay. you have to give that money back <laughs> or you get arrested. And so the idea that it's a redistribution of wealth or that it would be an equal redistribution just because people are pulling up $100 of bills on the thing, it made absolutely no sense but that was part of the part of the show where i realized like this was just meant for fun um the other storylines that we have real quick are stephanie who spent the whole episode at the parent teacher luncheon kind of covering for um carrie mm -hmm. um and also giving a speech her mom has a pill problem and also a drinking problem and so she had to bring her back home and we were supposed to feel sad about that carrie's mom finds out that she's been ditching school from the history teacher Apparently, they don't have, like, a guidance counselor or someone to call them, uh, vice principal or anything. Uh, and then uh, Harvey Dent. That is the dual storyline, the second most important one, which I wanted to save till the end. You got Misha Collins here. He's playing Two-Face, but his face is fine. So it's more a yeah, mental Two-Face. Well, oh, I thought, oh, it's a re-envision because I thought this was beforehand because this is his first acting gig. Well, Batman's gig. dead, so I'd assume that it can't be beforehand. I It might be. This is his first acting gig since Supernatural. Yeah. And he gave like a full behind the scenes video. It was actually pretty interesting of the show on set. But yeah. You were, <laughs> so he did what he did with Supernatural where he was like walking around the back of the set. Wasn't that meant as more of a yeah, comedy a though? Yeah, it was no, like a no. This was like joke. an actual thing though. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, his character here is going through the same problem, the dissociative identity uh, disorder that Doom, Doom Patrol character had, um, what's her name, and then also Moon Knight. He's basically just waking up and being like, oh gosh, oh gee golly, what happened last night? <laughs> like that type of stuff. He's also running for mayor and people really want him to win. He's like America's mayor, <laughs> except not that America's mayor. Um, and then... <laughs> But, but but the thing is, he's going to a shrink, and the shrink's like, you don't, you don't have the same problem as your dad. That would be highly unlikely. Um, and then he gets a phone call that I think is, like, messing with his mind. It turns him into a different person, and that's the two-faced side of him. Oh, we don't okay. see so maybe it. it is. Maybe we just it is see just him mental. waking up. He thinks that he murdered the last mayor. <laughs> wait, wait, that he yeah, murdered the last that's, mayor? That's his suspicion. Right, is that no, He because, thinks okay. he murdered the last mayor. And because he found a key with him that belonged to him, and he also is sleeping with the competitor's wife, um, but only when he's, like, out of his mind. Right, so, because at so, the like, end of episode three, happened. there was an attack that happened, and that did, I think, end up killing his opponent or something like that. Yeah, his storyline so. actually seems a little interesting. I would want to know where it goes, like, what the deal is with the music that he's getting controlled by, if it's something like maybe the Penguin or the Joker's doing. Um, but overall... Uh, oh, yeah, we get one last storyline with Colin and Harper. Colin is super upset with Harper for having any connection to the McKillen family and not telling him about it, right? Mm -hmm. And then she yells, I did it for you. And then she explains that she did the job because to get to help him with his top surgery. So that with he, his top yeah, surgery? To, you know, yeah, no. Um, I will say I've never seen a show pulled that yet. It, it was kind of, yeah. It was, that's, how, that's how they end the episode. That was one of the ending things. Uh, we also get this thing like where they talk about the ledger that they found. Uh -huh. And they say it's in cipher mode. So they are going to have to crack it in order to find the owls or whatever. It didn't really matter. The show it, overall is like Tower Prep. That old like 2010 uh, adolescent I've TV show. I've never heard of what Tower Prep is before. <laughs> it's it's just it, it, the guy carries around a katana on his back and it ends like a SpongeBob episode. So it's <laughs> it's just a joke. It's a joke of a show. It gets a four out of ten. Four it was, out. Of it 10. was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. Well, yeah, yeah. So I understand why it's called More Money, More Problems now. <laughs>
Um, the thing is, the show has gotten uh, kind of bad reviews, negative 4.4 on IMDb, 18% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, audience score 48%. But the thing is, like, it's like division football, right? Where you have some classes that you can judge harsher than others, and this is definitely the lowest degree of oh, division okay. football. So you don't judge it harshly. I'm still going to give it a low rating and not recommend it, but I will also have a big sense of humor about it. Yeah, so it was that's, still fun. That's very critical consensus reads never send amateurs to do a Batman's job. One thing I wanted to focus on though, because apparently this like kind of opened up a whole new can of worms, was the rap title there review CW's likely final DC series yeah. is a bummer ending the network superhero legacy. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Because well, I remember, I mean, Smallville, do you remember when that came out? Uh, yeah, like 2001. It was, yeah, it was 2001. CW has been doing DC-centric character shows since Smallville. But James Gunn's whole DC thing well, is Well, no, no, be... no, no. It actually has very little to really? do with that. Yeah, no, if you remember, this goes all the way back to Next Star, the deal that CW made. I, I brought it up during the Winchester's review that we did, where the deal, where they were going to downscale shows considerably. They wanted to gut, like, well, all Well, I know scripted... HBO Max, if it has anything to do with them, then yeah. Well, they wanted to see Well, actually, it doesn't. That's that's Well, it does thing. sort of because they're connected. You said that this airs on HBO Max. It so does. I think, yeah. The thing is, is that Next Star, in fact, even in the industry, they're called Death Star because whenever you make a deal with them, they want to gut all like scripted TV shows. They want to really court the 58 plus crowd yeah. for and this CW. isn't doing it. <laughs> this, this little, because I thought the lines, like I was saying, it's like a procedural, it's like a cop procedural. <laughs> No, no. Let's age like, them up by giving them these old lines. Well, I think that, like, just regardless, even if this got good reviews, the show's future is really in peril because Batwoman, oh, DC's it, Legend of also, Tomorrow. And also, there's, like, a writing uh, strike on, uh, like, on the next way. month. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so you, this show's done. But, like, Batwoman, DC's Legend of Tomorrow, and DC's Stargirl were canceled uh -huh, by the, the Joel CW. McHale show, and then the Batgirl one had its own problems, right? Or, wait, was that the one with Ro Ruby Rose? Or was that a, a different one? Uh, back on, I think, yeah, that was the Ruby Rose one, I yeah, think. Yeah, so that one I was already going to Yeah, cancel. and so it made in, so it really made the only superhero drama on the CW by DC, The Flash, which again is ending, and Superman and Lois. Now, it reminds James, me of when Marvel lost, or when Netflix lost Marvel. You yeah. Know, it just slowly, slowly petered out until, but the last one to go was all, it was Daredevil, right? Well, yeah, and that's actually the thing. So it's, it's the same thing here. Superman and Lois, James Gunn said he has no intention of, like, uh, ending Superman Lois. In fact, I think it's currently uh, during its third season right now. And Greg Berlanti, he's the one who owns the CW, definitely as of now. He just now. owns it all? Yeah, cool. he says that DC Comics Fair will not be the focal point of the future for the CW. But that, again, brings me to how well this thing has... I mean, how closely do you want to connect Riverdale to a DC series? Because technically they are, right? I mean, you can, oh. yeah. But that is in its final season, like when we, we said when we did the review. Mm -hmm. But this is apparently the third best streaming show on HBO Max, right behind Succession and The Last of Us. And it's one of the four in the top ten of HBO Max that isn't original. That's weird. So, yeah. And it had a strong premiere, ranked 16.9 times the average series demand, and a 146% increase since the first episode aired. So, even though it's gone, these, like, terrible reviews, people I guess, are still yeah, wanting to see it. If I was going to give it a positive, the, the positive I would say is that it's it seems to be sticking to one storyline. There are a lot of shows with, by the fourth episode, they've solved what the original premise was, and then they're, like, going off in their own, especially superhero shows. But this one, it's like, yeah, bad. Batman is dead and we need to figure out why in episode five and they're still kind of 
taking every single every one every episode feels like a step i would assume okay um so this one a i assume by the end of the series they'll meet the court of owls and what do you think that would be like since you have now read partially most of it well since you're saying it's so low budget i don't think they're going to be able to make the court of owls suit look as cool as it does in the actual suit yeah it's not one guy though it's it's not one guy but they send out an assassin and they're always like you've been ordered by the court of owls for death or something like that are the court of owls ultimately good or bad oh they're bad oh they're just yeah they're they're, they're right. bad balance, but it's it's going to be 13 episodes. The pilot, I think, was shot in Toronto, Ontario, except the rest of the series was shot in Atlanta. And I guess more to bring up the irony of this, apparently the teaser for The Penguin, the TV series with Colin Farrell, based yes, off the Batman, yeah, yeah. has been released, like, I no, think, as of, like, a couple hours ago. Yeah, no, I think it was yesterday, but um, Human Target. I learned that while I was doing this um, was actually a DC show. Wait, what? Really? Then like NBC the 2010, show? yeah, show with that one guy. It, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because I remember it, and it was just like an action MacGyver type show. Yeah, I just... thought it was just like a Law and Order type show, actually, but I don't know. Okay, well, on this by saying Natalie Abrams, Chad Fivash, and James Stoderox created the show they've worked on supergirl batwoman switched at birth vampire diaries in gotham as well as other things they're very known in the cw verse so yeah. it seems like they got people the cw verse that... yeah <laughs> you mean it's just the cw yeah all right well thanks for listening we'll see you in the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye